Get ready for a no BS approach to health and fitness. This is NBS Fitness Radio. All right, and we're back with NBS Fitness Radio. I am here with Brian and Christine Kays. Uh, they have been members at NBS Fitness for three years now. Three years, three years in May. Awesome. Very cool. Uh, so one of the reasons I had you guys on the podcast is because um, your family does fitness together. Uh, you guys both work out together. You have a, uh, is he turning six? Tomorrow. Yeah. So uh, mm-hmm. son is turning six, who's been basically at the gym since you guys have been at the gym. And uh, I think that's really special because that's what I want to see happen in our community and in our country and the world. Uh, and you guys make it happen. So uh, real quick, uh, Brian, kind of tell me your training background, your training history, like how training uh, has been a part of your life and uh, kind of that stuff. I mean, there's not been a lot of training. Um, you know, I played high school athletics, yeah. uh, football, basketball, baseball. Uh, but beyond that, um, just kind of stuff on my own. Uh, did a lot of running, 5Ks, different things. Yeah. Um, no formal training until I came here. Okay. So you're just kind of doing... Are you training at a commercial gym? You just run and do workouts at home. So I do a commercial gym and uh, lift, you know, and then run uh, at home, that kind of thing. Okay, cool. And how about you, Christine? Yeah, so some of the same. I mean, grew up playing sports, mostly soccer and cross country, Um, and throughout college and grad school, did a lot of running, a lot of five Ks, did a marathon. Um, and then again, no real formal strength training or kind of classes like that until I came here. So I've just, it's something that I've really enjoyed, um, surprisingly. So what attracted you to something different? Cause obviously you guys were doing something mm-hmm. and you're, you're being active and pursuing your health and fitness. What kind of like triggered you hey, say, Hey, I want something more. I think, um, I had a friend who was already going here and she, we had done a Tough Mudder together and she was like, I think you would really, really like this. Um, and I did. And it was, you know, new challenges every day and kind of ways to grow stronger. And um, I like the aspect of it that it's definitely a, a different challenge every day, a different workout, you know, whole body workout. So for me, it was, you know, kind of filling in a piece that just made sense very cool and the chance to have professional instruction i think was a was a a a big deal to us but we also met another one of your members when we did uh the buffalo 50 right and uh, she just showed up the day of it you know just ran it and i was like well there's something to this uh that was kendra Uh, okay so wait a minute we all weren't at mbs when y'all ran the buffalo not our first one oh okay nope okay i didn't so that so that was kind of the first time you, you met some folks from, from MBS right. and, and ah, that's awesome. Okay. Very cool. Cool. Um, okay. That's awesome. How has, um, how was kind of being a part of that or just kind of being, uh, focused on your fitness, like impacted y'all's y'all's marriage? Because in my experience, I kind of see one of a handful of things. Um, I rarely see, two people who are married like exercising together mm-hmm. sometimes i see two people who exercise and like maybe the guy likes to go and do weights and the girl likes to run or something like that or do yoga uh more commonly than not i do see more that the one person's into it and the other person's not um 
how has as doing it as as a as a couple like impacted y'all's marriage and um how does that kind of play out in your lives well we like to be we're active um so it's you know it just kind of fits in with our lifestyle i you know we don't rarely do the same class just because um work schedules yeah it's it's not it's not always that but it's not that important to do the same class either the thing is just to get in and do it and i think in in order you say that some someone's into it someone's not into it i think you know for us um if you you don't want to pressure the other person into doing it because um most of the time they're just not going to be into it they they, i mean she didn't say hey you need to do this because most likely i'd have been like i'll do something no i said i came to a few classes. Yeah. Um, and I said, Hey, I think you should come too. I think you would really like this. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, I think like he said, we, we can support each other. We, you know, come home after classes at night and talk about like, how, how did you think, what'd you think about the workout? Yeah. You know, what was easy for you? What was hard? Um, and so I think it's just a different way for us to support each other, Yeah. you know, as we're together forever. Yeah. yeah. I think, uh, I was talking about this with Rachel is that there's a kind of like few opportunities you get like cheer on uh, you, you're a significant other and like tell them you're proud of them or that they did a great job or like high five them, especially in like day to day life. Like, you know, you're like, oh man, you like, you did such a great job of like picking out clothes this morning. I'm really proud of you. <laughs> <laughs> high five, right? You know, that kind of stuff. It's more just like, hey, uh, who, are you, you know, do we need this from the grocery store? Are you going to be able right. to pick up so and so at this time? It's rarely you like, um, you're working together like uh, in the pursuit of, you know, your family, your life, but like outside of that insanity, there's very few opportunities for that. And so it's kind of fun to be able to, you know, be like, Oh man, like I'm proud of my wife. I'm proud of my husband. Cause like yeah. they did find more pounds. They did another pull up or whatever it would be, you know? Right. Um, what about like, uh, how have you kind of applied fitness to, to areas outside your life? Like, or, um, not outside your life, outside of the gym. Cause I know like, uh, Brian and I have gone hunting before, mm-hmm. uh, and which is a physical activity as well. But like, where are some areas that um, your physical fitness has carried over into? Gosh, I, f- I feel like everywhere, um, you know, from things like making, you know, maybe even buying different kind of groceries at the store yeah. just to keep up with that fitness. Um, also, we have um, a couple acres at our house, which takes up a lot of energy to keep that up. And right. so I think we're able to do like everything on our own, you know, chopping down some trees or mulching, whatever we need to do to spend the whole day outside. Like yeah. we have the energy and the capability to, to do all that. So, and, and that's why we, I believe um, a big reason why we do it is not only so we can do those recreational type things, but we want to be able to do these, do your, do it yourself type things forever, yeah. you know, yeah, support th- to us. I think one, um, one misconception I've heard before is like, no, I'm like, like, oh, no, no, I'm active. Like I do yard work and stuff. And I've kind of always said like, well, like, uh, activity is different from exercise. Uh, if activity is your exercise then you, that's a good indication that you're not fit. If like going and cutting down firewood or trim the, trimming the, mm-hmm. um, you know, the grass or whatever is like, who that whooped me, I'm done for the day, you know, then you probably don't have a very high fitness level. Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. No, that's very true. Um, okay. So y'all have a son Yep. and his name is Hunter. Okay. And how old is he? Six. Very he cool. will be six tomorrow. Tomorrow. That's right. Uh, and one thing that, uh, it's been fun, uh, over the years is like, you bet you bring Hunter to the gym with you pretty much every day. Yeah. He's here as much as we are. <laughs> yeah. How's that been for him? 
He, he loves it, to be honest. Um, there are some days where one of us will pick him up from school. And if it's a day where we just can't, like we have something going on, can't make it to the gym, he'll, he'll get upset. You know, he'll whine for a minute. I want to go to the gym. <laughs> um, he loves it. He has made a thousand friends here yeah. um, from the strong men and the power lifters yep. to all the girls at the front desk. Yep. Um, Pretty sure they know him more than us. Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, so I, he loves it. He, he likes to build himself obstacle courses. He likes to play on the equipment after class. Um, he's always outside, even just playing like in the dirt or on the tires or something. So he, he really loves it here. How do you think it's impacting him to like see y'all do this on a regular basis? I, I think it's going to have a huge impact. Um, you know, they watch everything you do, uh, as you know. Um, so they're going to watch your attitude. They're going to watch your habits. Uh, so I think him seeing us normalize this is just something we do every day and we don't complain about it. We like to do it. I think is is a pretty big deal. Does he like? Does he mimic y'all, or is it like? What are some of the things he does or like says that you're like? Oh man, I can tell this is like impacting him. Yeah, he um, a couple weeks ago set up a workout for us in the living room um, <laughs> with his punching bag and um, borrowed our dumbbells and uh, the kettlebell. Um, and so he does that. Um, he loves to be outside. He's really into running sprints right now. He likes us to time him. Oh, nice. So, um, That's awesome. Yeah, so he does. He's he's all in it. Very cool. Yeah. Um, what, uh, what are some of the obstacles or struggles that's like, that you've kind of come up to when it comes to, you know, both working full-time, mm-hmm. having a kid who's young and requires a ton of time and energy and to be transported from from place to place like where some of those obstacles that you guys have like uh come across but and then how have you kind of like overcome them because i think a lot of um a lot of people if they if they haven't already established this habit it seems difficult when you're in like your mid to late 30s and you've got a kid or two uh who's young and you're like there's no way i can add any more to my mm-hmm. plate you know i'm already spilling over every single day how do y'all, uh, we, how do we, y'all have to, we have to work together. So uh, if he's got, he's starting T-ball soon. So, you know, she's going to have to take him to T-ball while I work out or and vice versa. We've already figured it out. Gotcha. Know, we just talk yeah. and it's like, you know, or maybe I'll hit a different class that day and I'll take him to T-ball or practice. And, you know, just, you, you got to figure it out. You can't make excuses of, well, he's got to do this. So I guess I got to quit the gym. Um, right. If we've made it a priority to um, continue doing this, uh, you know, we just have to figure it out. I mean, yeah. that's all you can do. Yeah, yeah we just trade off days, um, sometimes picking him up and stuff like that. Um, one of the reasons that this does work so well is that we can bring him here. Yeah. Um, because honestly, if we couldn't, then, you know, that would definitely impact our ability to yeah. get in some consistent workouts. Yeah. Right. So basically you said like, you no, know, like, my training, my exercise is a priority. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'm going to find a way to, to get it done. Maybe yep. it may not be perfect. I may not get in five, six days a week, but uh, I'm going to try to, I mean, it's going to be a priority. I'll find a way to make it happen. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, even in the, uh, you know, last year during the pandemic, we had to, you know, we had to figure out how to work out at home. So sometimes we can take some of the uh, training, um, some of the programming and do it at home. Yeah. It, even if we have to, even if it's a scaled down version, uh, at least we get something in. Yeah. Yeah. Cause, uh, was, he wasn't in school. 
Oh no. Yeah, they took him out. Yeah. So both so you were having to stay at home. I was at home with him for several months straight. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I was, at, I was at I was at the office. Yeah. 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 Um did he work out with y'all or with you mm-hmm. during that time? Yeah. That's awesome. He did. Um, he would do a lot of the moves with us. He he really likes to do burpees and push ups and squats. So he would he would definitely <laughs> he, do that. Now he wouldn't finish the workouts per se. Okay, yeah. He, he, you know, start he, them. he would start it, and then when it would get hard, he'd go do something else. Yeah, you know? Okay, I'm done. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Y'all can have this. That was hard. <laughs> right. That's awesome. But that's okay. Uh, how has uh, how has you know improving your exercise? Um, uh, or your fitness levels like improved, uh, uh, like your mental, uh, and emotional states. Well, it gives you the confidence to do anything. I, mm-hmm. um, and you can carry it to other places, other, other fields. Um, be, you know, we do class training. So I think, um, being able to just have that mindset and be in a class and be teachable and coachable, um, it, it humbles you and it, it, you can use it in other areas of your life, uh, whether it be with your job or, um, you know, jumping into like a, other kind of training class that you want to do. Um, you know, that's what I think. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Um, for me, it's also a way to kind of just transition at the end of the day, kind of if I've had a rough day or, um, a red day as we call it, um, red day, (laughs) red day, there's, there's red days, yellow days and green days. So the the tough ones are the red days. Um, so I could come in and tell Angie, I'm having a red day. Um, and so she will know to coach me a little bit differently. Yeah. Um, but also I can just, it, it's intense enough where I can focus on class and kind of just forget the rest of the day. Yeah, you can get rid of whatever a bad made day. it red. You definitely can get rid of a bad day. You mm-hmm. come in and it can change your whole mood and attitude. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, I remember, uh, Jim Wendler said like, um, when oxygen is the only thing that you can think about, then like life tends to kind of fall into balance a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> like after yeah. you've done a bunch of prowlers, yeah. benching and laying on the right. ground, like, yeah. you know, everything else kind of tends to, uh, to melt away, to melt oh, away. Yeah. We're just like, can I just get enough yeah. oxygen, <laughs> you know, to get my heart rate back, back down. And that it's, uh, for me, like I said, like that one hour period is it's, it's, I don't have to make any decisions. I don't have to mm-hmm. think about anything. I don't have to worry about anything. All I have to do is like, it's almost like you not disconnect from your body, but it's like my it's bo- an escape. Yeah. My body just does work. And then my mind kind of, uh, clears, mm-hmm. you know, cause I'm not, I don't, I can't think or worry or, or you know, uh, uh, give, uh, attention to anything else other than the fact that like, this is hard mm-hmm. and I just gotta get through it. You know, that, uh, that's, uh, that's been a, um, that's been something that uh, when I talk to other people that, um, it's hard to explain to someone who doesn't experience that, that like that one hour period kind of like erases mm-hmm. all that other stuff for you that day, it's you know, self care. Yeah. And if you just, if you don't do it, if you're just used to like piling on stress, 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 then like you kind of become this little bottled up, uh, you know, all this like negative energy is bottled up in you and you haven't had any like release for it. Or you find some type of like a negative release, mm-hmm. you know, drinking too much or gambling whatever else um versus like having that daily kind of like pressure valve that you're like mm-hmm. oh, i had a tough day or whatever's going on but okay and it's very true yeah agree rachel said uh <laughs> she said um still her kids like you know why i'm not losing my mind right now <laughs> it's because i exercised this morning yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one <laughs> 
That's why mommy needs us. Yeah. Like, yes. It's for your survival, kids. <laughs> That's so true. What are some like big milestones that you kind of remember uh, over kind of the last three years? Like things you were like, man, cool, I did that. Or um, either like improvements where you hit a new lift or did a new movement or um, like maybe things outside the gym, like like doing the, the Buffalo or whatever. Like what are some of those kind of milestones for you, Christine? Yeah, yeah. Um, I think one of the biggest ones for me was in that first year, just kind of realizing how strong I am. I think I just really didn't ever expect to, you know, deadlift 260 pounds. Yeah. Um, for me, getting a pull up has been like one of the best things. Yeah. I'd love to get like, be able to do five. Yeah. Um, so that's been really great. Um, Recently, I've been able to string together a lot of double unders. Um, I really don't like that jump rope, but (laughs) for me, that's something that I've been really, really proud of. Um, And I think even bench press, like that's something we don't do a ton, but it always makes me feel good to do that. Yeah, it's cool to like, um, to explore the different like uh, areas of fitness that Mm -hmm. you maybe have not done before and like don't have the confidence in. Yep. You know, if you've been a runner and you're like, well, mm-hmm. I mean, I know I can just go and like hit a three mile or yeah. whatever, uh, 5k, but then you're like, but I don't deadlift. Mm-mm. And then kind of be like, oh, man, like if you like, if I told you like four years ago before you had ever done a deadlift, um, you think you could deadlift 260? You'd be like, no, maybe if I even <laughs> said like a hundred pounds, you may be like, no, like the hundred pounds. could probably like, do it, but it'd be ugly. Yeah. You oh, can sure. You can do it. It, it wouldn't but like, be right. You haven't been exposed <laughs> yeah. to that, to that idea at all. You're like a hundred pounds. I remember my mom was right. like talking about, um, like the first time she deadlifted a hundred pounds, she was like, holy crap. I deadlifted a hundred pounds. And like, right. I remember Larry's almost does three times that. Right. She's awesome. <laughs> so, uh, how about you, Brian? Uh, well, I think anybody that comes into CrossFit will, you know, that didn't have much training before will say it's very overwhelming when you start. Right? Yeah. Um, so it's my, my biggest achievement is just, you know, overall just being able to do quite a bit. Yeah. Um, you know, just from the technical stuff, the Olympic lifts, the gymnastic stuff. Um, you know, that's, I mean, and I, I'm just looking at it as an overall level. Um, you know, just in, in coming so far to just being able to have the confidence to pretty much go out and do anything. Like, yeah. You know, when, when you when you do it long enough and you're doing it enough days a week, you know, you really feel like you could do anything. Yeah. I think that's the biggest uh, change for me. in Because, uh, you know, I, I played uh, high school and college sports and very much felt like an athlete and had a lot of confidence I could do everything. Then I kind of looking for a new – um, uh, area to compete in, I kind of like stumbled uh, through several things and found like powerlifting kind of stuck with mm-hmm. that. And because it is so like f- focused in on one particular area, um, I got really good at it, but then like I had no confidence I could do anything else. Right. <laughs> like I could lift, but like I can't, yeah. I'm not flexible. I couldn't, yeah. couldn't move at all. And I remember like one day just being like, man, like I'm not an athlete anymore. Like, I was an athlete for the majority of my life and now I'm just, I'm big and I'm strong, but like, I just feel crappy and not, you know, at the time that was my, that was my focus. Like, and that's kind of the necessity of it is like, if you want to be the best at one thing, then you're going to have to give up some other things. Right. You want to be good, you know, well-rounded balanced and everything. Right. When I started having kids, I was like, man, like I want to feel like I can do stuff again. And I remember like when James was born trying to um, bathe him in the bathtub Mm -hmm. 
and there was like this bathtub. It's like the way the way it was set up is like I couldn't lean over and put him in the tub. I like mm-hmm. had to physically like squat down and put him in the tub, uh, yeah. at like a low squat. And I remember like literally breaking down and crying one day because like there's no way I could have done this right a year prior. Prior, I was like I would not have been able to actually like uh, bathe my own son right. It, you know because of my my lack of mobility and just you know all that kind of stuff. I was like being like dang like. Wow. Okay, uh, and just seeing like kind of that impact of, of of ability and confidence and how it like applies to mm-hmm. just being a dad. Yeah. Well, I was 36 when my son was born, yeah. so I'm an older dad. Yeah. You know, even though you know he's six. Yeah. You know, so just looking into the future, you want to be able to do it not only now, but you know, you want to be, be strong and in shape and well rounded into the rest of his life. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And you also, I kind of say like. Like your your son's gonna see you as Superman. Mm-hmm. Like I don't want to be Superman for him. Like as long as I can. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'll be Superman until he's probably about thirteen, fourteen, <laughs> and then I'm gonna be like. Well, the day he's gonna want to start competing against me, and then I'm like I'm like I need to hold on to this like right. alpha position as as long as I can. In the driveway, when you're playing basketball, you just hack him. Uh, yeah, no, for sure. You get fouled. Down. Yeah, you get fouled. No easy buckets. <laughs> yeah. You get fouled. We're playing a ten foot goal. I'm. Uh, yeah. I'm. I'm yeah. Take, you know, yeah. You want to get better? Pra- like, yeah. Go practice. practice. <laughs> yeah. I literally you we played basketball the other day because uh, we have a basketball goal. Like the kids kind of play around. I was like, I was like, I got, I got to start practicing. Yeah. <laughs> like, I was like, yeah, I, don't, I, don't, I only got like like five more years before they're going to be like playing ball. I'm like, I guess they're practicing. So otherwise they're going to be really better than me. Yes. <laughs> um, but yeah. I want to be in that alpha position for as long as I can. Yes. <laughs> yes. As you should. Yeah. yeah. Um, what, uh, how has like fitness like impacted your, your professions? Cause I know you deal with, um, a lot of emotional trauma. Mm-hmm. Um, like, so how has, like, what you've done here kind of car- carried over into that? Yeah, I think um, kind of what we were talking about earlier where it's, um, this is like a place to, you know, relieve your stress, take care of yourself. Um, obviously, in like the counseling and therapy world, um, self-care is a really big thing for the professionals and those that provide the service. So I think it really helps me to kind of keep myself as level as possible. Yeah. Um, and then I, I have a lot of colleagues in my department that are also very fitness focused. There's several that do CrossFit. Yeah. Um, and then there's it just very active, a lot of running and stuff. So I think it gives us a way to kind of, you know, join together to support each other, um, you know, inside of work and outside of work. Cause, um, you know, it's basically a desk job where we sit together, but there's always somebody who'll get up and go take a walk with you or yeah. clear your head. What about, um, y'all ever carry, uh, any of that like exercise prescription into the counseling, like, uh, with some of the people that um, you're dealing with? Yeah, I think we definitely, if it's appropriate and yeah. somebody wants to get into fitness yeah. or needs some self-care, I think that's one of the things that I always suggest first is, you know, let's, there's something active you can do walking, um, just taking a walk for 10 minutes a day to start. Um, there was a colleague I worked with and she never took time for herself. She had a lot of serious medical issues. Um, and so I worked with her and got her to start taking even 10 minutes a day for herself, whether it was 
exercise or just put your phone down. Um, and so she started to get better, you know, and we started with 10 minutes and she could get up to like 30 or 40 minutes of doing something for herself that improved her quality of life. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think um, the, the idea of like taking time for yourself, especially, especially like, um, you know, I want to like paint with a broad brush, brush, but like um, mothers, mm-hmm. People who are counselors, or I've seen it big time in like pastors, people whose like responsibility is to like give themselves to other people mm-hmm. to help them deal with things or guide them through things or whatever it may be. Um, sometimes there's a little bit of guilt involved with like taking some time for yourself. Yeah, you know, um, especially if you've kind of uh, uh, you've kind of set this pattern of like. Um, like if you ever need me, call me. I'm, I'll, you know, da, 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 I'm always there. You know, I'm always there. Then at some point you're like, okay, well, I only say yes. Right. And I don't have no boundaries to say no. And then what ends up happening is you actually become, um, you, it actually ends up having a negative impact on those people you're trying to help because you're so overstressed or mm-hmm. over poured out. Like you've already, like you've given everything that you already have. Yeah. And then someone's asking for more and you feel the necessity to do it. Um, the analogy I use is like that uh, a lot of times it can seem like I've got a cup and I've already poured everything out of the cup. and There's no way I can pour any more out for myself or like to take right. care of my body or fitness or health or whatever. And the said, yeah, like, no, no, that gives you a bigger cup. Yeah. You know, <laughs> it gives you a bigger cup to be able to pour more out so that you still even have some leftover, you know, at the end. Yeah. Uh, so, Brian, I, I see you, you um, run a business and you're in a leadership position. Yes. How has you know, fitness applied in that? So, I, I haven't done it as much as I would like to, uh, but uh, I, I would like to incorporate some of the things I've learned into some uh, safety meetings. Yeah. Uh, as far as proper lift techniques. Yeah. Uh, you know, safety is a big, big deal. Um, and people, you know, I think sometimes don't understand um, how to lift. Um, even if it's just a, uh, we sell beverages, uh, just a case of soda, you know, cause it weighs a lot, you know, 25 pounds probably. And you can really tweak your back, especially if you're doing it all day long, you know, all day, all day long, long. the wrong way. Right. Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, so there's a lot of techniques you can use, um, you know, uh, just from what we learn here, um, that really could be applied in their day to day life. Very cool. Yeah. Where are some, um, where are some goals you'll have like for the future? Like, what would you like to see yourself kind of accomplish over the next year? Um, you, like, now you've been exposed to things. Yes. Yeah, you know, so now you're like, it's kind of, I call it the, uh, like, a give a mouse a cookie effect. Mm-hmm. You know, you're like, oh, okay, well, now I want to do this many reps with this, I want to run this fast or do this many, you know, uh, this much weight. So, like, what are some of y'all's goals there? I want to start training for triathlons. Uh-huh. Uh, this is a big goal for me. I uh, would like to start this summer. Um, full triathlon or like a I want to work up to, uh, not a full triathlon, okay. maybe like a half. Gotcha, okay, cool. Um, but I'd like to start small. Um, uh, but as far as here, uh, you know, just keep progressing uh, in, the, you know, the color, the level method the level colors. Level, yeah. yeah. I did the Navy SEAL Fitness Challenge, which is like a 600-meter swim, push-ups, sit-ups, pull-ups, and then a mile-and-a-half run. And um, the, the swim was if you're just not used to swimming it's like you're literally like a 
a fish out of water. Is that? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but like the thing I noticed was like on land, if you're like breathing hard, like you just you can either take a break, or you're like you can just breathe harder. But then the water was like. Once I what got to that do? level, I was like, oh, no, I'm just drowning. Yeah. <laughs> there's like, in the, I remember and one. And then you panic. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> so, like, I remember there was one day we were doing, like, laps or whatever, and I got, like, I was smoked. I got, like, halfway through down the pool. I just, like, beelined it straight to the side. Like, was swimming all over the lane markers <laughs> <laughs> to get to the side. Because I was like, oh, shit, I'm not going to be able to make it. Right, right. There. <laughs> I was like, I'm drowning. Okay, <laughs> uh, and it was just like, I was like, man, like. Um, cause I was pretty fit. I was like 22, maybe 23. Wow. So I'd like just come out of like college football and like, I was still doing like a good amount of like conditioning training and doing sprints and, and proud pushes on stuff. And it's like, it didn't apply at all to the water. <laughs> it's just, I was like, I am, I cannot do this. This sucks. You had to buy a speedo. I'm okay with that. Are you excited about it? I, I don't know if I'm excited. Okay <laughs> <with> <laughs> I was like, I'm not going to buy a Speedo for this, you know, this thing that we're only doing for like three weeks or four weeks. They actually long. have you wear bike shorts, I yeah. believe, if you're doing a triathlon. So, But there's a special triathlon bike short. Right, right. Well, I, I got in the pool in like my just regular, like, whatever, board shorts. Oh, and I did yeah. that one day. I was like, screw yeah. that. I'm yeah, that's fine. That's going to wear you out. I didn't have the full, you know, yeah. uh, High cut speedo. I had you know the the, the mid level speedo, right. and I was like, okay, this yeah. is. I see why everyone does this. <laughs> I didn't shave my body though. Yeah, that was. That's that was a, that's a lot of commitment. It's like a two hour commitment. Well, I did it for bodybuilding, uh, and it was like the first day was like literally like an hour and a half of shaving. Oh my gosh, that's too <laughs> it much. Sucks. Yeah, it's like I joked that like bodybuilding is ninety percent pan and shaving and right ten like percent diet and, <laughs> and training. <laughs> uh, all right, Christine, how, what's what? Uh, what are your goals over the next year or so? Um, I am going to support him with the triathlons. I will not be joining him in that, but I will. Um, I've always done a lot of conditioning and stuff um, yeah. just on my own. So for me, I'd really love to get um, just consistently doing strict pull-ups. Okay, um, yeah. You know, I'd love to get like five. Yeah. I don't need to get like 75 or whatever. Yeah. I'd love to do that. Um, and also, I think just like build up, um, you know, keep building up weight mm -hmm. um, on my movements. I'd love to, um, you know kind of tighten up my toes to bar, gotcha. um, yeah, yeah. you know, get the handstand pushups. Like those are things that I feel like keep eluding me. I get close and then there's the pandemic or I get yeah. close and it's the holidays and I get close and something happens and I lose it. So, yeah. um, I just really love to kind of finally check all those off my, yeah. off the boxes. I feel you. Me too. Um, yeah, I feel like, uh, it's like with pull-ups, like once you mm -hmm. get the one, it's like you like open the door, mm -hmm. you're like, okay, like now I can do it. Like once you get the first handstand, you're like, okay, well like now, right. now I can start building this up. It's like that, that struggle to get like past that first one is so, yeah. so tough. It's very mental too. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It, it's like, um, I see sometimes like weight training where it's like, uh, getting past either like the, um, the hundred markers, like 200, 300, 400, 500, or like the plate markers, like 225, 315, 405. It's like there's not that big a difference between like 385 and 405. Mm -hmm. But when you see that plate on there, it like trips a lot of people out. Big time on bench. 
mm-hmm. see it all the time. Like like someone just bench three hundred for like years and just miss three fifteen over and over and over again. And then once they get three fifteen, like in the next year they got three fifty, and you're like, yeah. Yeah, it took you two years just to go from two seventy five to three fifteen, but you put fifty pounds on your or forty pounds on your on your on your lift in uh in six months or whatever. So it is so mm-hmm. much of that kind of like mental thing of going like, Oh, I can do this. Yeah. And that just builds like you were saying, like builds the the mental confidence, the momentum to like do other yeah. other cool stuff. Um, all right. Well, uh any kind of final words of advice or to to anyone who maybe kind of listen to this. It's like, man, I'm in the same shoes. Like, like, like we're both full time. Uh, we got some kids. Like I would love to get back. Maybe I was into it a little bit, but I got off track. Like, what would you say to someone who is like, who said to you, man, I really wish I could, I could do what you guys are doing. Do it. Like figure it out. I mean, you know, everyone that says that, I mean, just need to come up with a plan, like talk to your partner, you know, that's come up with a plan. There's, I mean, if you want to do it, you do it by now. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, that communication for sure, you know, take turns. It's, it's not one person's kid. It's both person's kid or kids. So you got to share that responsibility. Um, and also don't like, don't expect to start out five, six days a week. Like if you can get one or two days or some weeks you get three days, some weeks you get Just two. Get, even if it's one or two. Yeah. I mean, some weeks you get it's five. Hard. When you first start, it's hard anyway. So one is you're going to need some rest. Right. Mm-hmm. Every day is great if you can make it in and you just do what you can do. Yeah. It, it put away some of the time that you're wasting and use it for time that you, you know, to better yourself. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. figure you, there's times you just got to find it. Yeah. You know? yeah. 100%. All right, guys. Love it. Thank you all for being on the MBS Fitness Radio Thanks podcast. Thanks for having us. Yeah. Thanks for having us, David. Absolutely. All right. MBS Fitness Radio out. Thank you for listening to NBS Fitness Radio. If you enjoyed the podcast, be sure to share it with your friends, follow us on social media, and check out our website at www.nbsfitness.net. Hit the subscribe button and tune in next time for more NBS Fitness Radio.